Welcome to another Strong Towers podcast. This is John Ackerman, and on behalf of Tom Edwards and Mike Lara and all of us here at Strong Towers, Happy New Year. Now, I know it's later in January than we typically expect to be greeted with Happy New Year, but I figure as long as we're in the month, we're good, right? And as we're stepping into 2020, you know, the, the common thing to do at this time of year, you know, it's goal setting, it's future planning, it's, it's looking ahead to all of the things that we want to accomplish in this new year, in this new decade, depending on how you're counting the decades. Uh, there's just there's always a lot of excitement, a lot of hope, a lot of energy at this time of year. And, and we're excited, too. Um, we're incredibly excited to see what 2020 is going to have for us at Strong Towers, uh, to see where this adventure continues to take us. And as we were thinking about this year ahead, one of the things that we're so appreciative of, that we're so grateful for, is how all of you have helped us turn this into something much more than just me, Tom, and Mike sitting in front of microphones, you know, a few times a month and talking about things that we love, things that are very dear to our hearts, but you all have taken it and turned it into something that is truly a community that truly is becoming a place where we all get to benefit from each other's stories, where we get to grow with each other, where we get to celebrate with each other. We get to commiserate with each other. We get to grieve with each other. And so thank you for that. Thank you for being a part of this journey that we call Strong Towers. And so in the spirit of that, as we're thinking about what the year ahead holds for us, and as I know a lot of us individually are doing the same, we wanted to look back on 2019. And one of the things that we noticed as we look back on 2019 is that there was an episode that stood head and shoulders above the rest in terms of the number of people that engaged with it. And it was back in season one, the 19th episode on land navigation. It was part of our challenge series that you know included a little bit of a recap of our experience running the Ragnar race in 2018, which now feels like forever ago. Uh, but then it delved into physical challenges, mental challenges, spiritual challenges, relational challenges. And as we neared the end of that series, we took some time to think about how do we gauge our success in facing challenges and overcoming challenges. And one of the things that we found was that it's really helpful for us to pause from time to time and look backwards instead of only ever looking forwards, only ever driving forwards, only ever grinding forwards. And some of the things that you know we realized were really helpful was trying to avoid any sense of false comparison, either with ourselves, you know, our future self that we hope to be, or with others that already seem to have achieved what we're hoping to achieve. And so we thought as we enter into 2020 and we still don't know what lies ahead, that now might be a really good time both to celebrate all that this last year has brought and to prepare ourselves for this year ahead. We wanted to, to relaunch the most popular episode from 2019 and the one that seems uniquely geared towards helping us orient ourselves into this coming year. So we invite you to go back and take a listen again. And if you're just if you're new to the community and you're just joining us, and you maybe haven't sifted back through all the old episodes, then you know we wanted to bring this one to the front and just give all of us a chance to, again, reorient ourselves, to pause in our pursuit of whatever our goals are, whatever our hopes are for the coming year, and look backwards at all that has been done. So again, on behalf of Tom and Mike, I'm so thankful for all of you that have turned Strong Towers into a community of people 
that are truly pursuing the dream of building up and becoming strong. Enjoy. I still don't know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely a B-roll clip. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up, become strong. Welcome to another Strong Towers podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Lahr, and I'm joined, as always, with Tom Edwards and John Ackerman. How are you guys doing? Great. Awesome. That's good. Hey, in the last, uh, in the last couple of episodes, you guys, we've been <laughs> wrapping up our uh, our series on uh, on challenge. I say wrapping up, but we're still in the midst of it. And um, one of the things we keep going back on is is our ability to use challenge as a means of growth. And today we decided, as we were sitting around the table and you know hitting record for like the fourth time, that we're going to kind of reach through and talk about um, land navigation and how it applies to uh, that does not apply to challenge <laughs> at all. <laughs> but uh, but looking back as a way, we, as a I don't even know a symbolism. I, I don't know, what's what's the best way to word this is 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 our opportunity to kind of look at where we're at and today and kind of John, you do a way better job of this intro, by the way. So <laughs> this is staying on. I'm not editing this on. So That's I'm just totally we're keeping this on. But I think you do a better job of uh, introducing this. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit down and look at my notes. So I, I think. We've been drilling down, right, yeah. into these specific areas of spiritual, physical, mental challenge. But it's important to take the opportunity to kind of look up every once in a while. Right. And and it's not just about the challenge. You know, we, we kind of stepped into the series earlier and talked a little bit about follow through and persevering and not necessarily just rushing off to the next thing. But I think it's equally important to to kind of orient ourselves every so often as we're stepping into these challenges Mm -hmm. and not just get so focused on what the thing is that we lose sight of where we're trying to go. Right. You should have done the intro. That was way, (laughs) way better said than what what mine was. Nice job, Tom. Yeah, good job. Well, and I think too, I mean, just, just being honest, you know, when we were talking about follow through, I mean, that was not the classically uber masculine approach of just, pedal down, power through, run over whatever gets in your way. Right. You know, no quit, no quit, no quit. Yeah. You know, Mike, I know one of the guys that you love is David Goggins, and I'm sure he would have just been vomiting at oh, the yeah, way that sure. we were talking sure. about perseverance. <laughs> um, Dropped a couple F-bombs. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, like, made us go do pull-ups and sprints and, and whatever else. <laughs> and, and we probably would have been the better for it, yeah. honestly. But I don't know. I just – I gave up a while ago on the, you know, just – all out 190 miles an hour like the, there's a middle way yep there's a middle ground there there's something between zero and a hundred that actually works out better and is sustainable i think for the majority of people there are some people that just have that motor mm-hmm. where they can they can sustain 100 miles an hour for the next 50 years and maybe that's me selling myself short i don't know but we were talking in that follow-through episode about the false comparison, right? Not, yeah. not comparing yourself to others. And I think one of the other things that we're guilty of sometimes is comparing ourselves to where we think we should be. Right. That we're so focused on where we're going. And, and you can, maybe you can see it 
in the distance, like it's just there on the horizon, or maybe it's not even there, but you know it's out there somewhere and you're not there yet. And so that just seems to bring nothing but a sense of, I suck, this is hopeless, why am I even bothering, I should just quit now. Mm -hmm. Or it's the, I'm going to double down, even though I can't see it. And I'm just going to drive, 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 drive. And hopefully, maybe by God's grace, I get there. And if not, then I'll have killed myself at least trying. Right. And again, it seems like there's got to be a middle way. There's got to be a way to figure out, one, am I even going in the right direction? And two, am I making more progress than I think I am? Yeah. Which maybe helps sustain that momentum and that motor in a much healthier way. Yeah. So am I going in the right direction? That that's the land now. There we go. There you go. There we go. Right? Now we bring it all full circle, right? <laughs> and I think that's the that's the hard part, especially because that is something that's learned, right? That's a learned behavior. And I'm not sure where we learn this behavior of the the masculine, you know, quote unquote way of doing things is just, you know, put your head down and drive on. But that's the way I've always been taught. And I'm not sure if this if it's this fake picture of of the as I look at you know, Bo Jackson behind you, you know, with the, with the baseball bat, <laughs> yes. bat, but just the, the whole like, Hey, I'm just going to over the top, right. I'm yeah. just going to, I'm going to do it and I'm going to get it done. And it's, it's hard for me to have that time or that middle ground, you say, to look back and realize what, you know, where I've been, where I'm going and to reassess uh, on where my goals are. Right? right. Because it just seems like I've been drilled or it's been drilled into my head that, Hey dude, the way you do this, the way you man up is to keep your head down, grind it out and, and push forward. No looking back. Forward is the way to go. Right. And it's just hard to, you know, reteach or relearn these abilities to do that. But it's 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 more sustainable, right? I mean, yeah. how long can you continue to push through and grind through until you, I don't, I don't say quit, but until you just yeah. don't have the energy to push forward anymore? Yeah. yeah. Well, but in some ways, too, it it's actually almost easier to just keep pushing because everybody accepts that you're the, oh, he's, he's out there. He's yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's easier in that way to keep driving yeah. and not assessing because at least I am doing something right. and, right. You, you know, and yeah. that kind of, that really fits well with our cultural view of masculinity of, of we're just going to keep driving and pushing and going and going yeah. and going. And so people aren't going to call you for that. Right. And then it makes your life easier instead of let me slow down. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me assess. Yeah, you know, then you're inviting people to say, "Well, why aren't you doing more? Mm-hmm. Why why are you backing off of that?" Right. Yeah. And so we have to get around that piece of it too. Yeah, it's just so easy. You know, I again, I'm a high school teacher. I work with teens, so a lot of my metaphors are for teenagers. But I teach sophomores, so they're all learning to drive right now. And you think back to when you were learning how to drive, or if you've just recently watched a teenager learn how to drive. It's so much easier and frankly safer when the car is either in park or (laughs) (laughs) for them, it's just easier if they've mashed the pedal to the floor, right? Maintaining speed is one of the hardest things for a new driver to learn, Yeah, right? It's easier if your foot's off the gas or if you're just full throttle, but trying to hold 35 miles an hour, 55 miles an hour, whatever it is. It's hard, and so instead what they do is they push too hard, and then they let off too much, and they push too hard, and they let off too much. And as the passenger, you just get whiplash yeah. as your your head's getting just thrown back and forth against the headrest. Yep. I'm getting motion sickness thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that just honestly seems like what we prefer as human beings. Like, give me the all or nothing approach. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm either all in or I'm all out, but don't make me drive 55. Yeah. And that seems to be a lot of what we've been talking about of I'm, I'm doing better than I think I am, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. But the temptation is either I should quit or I need to go all out. Right. Yeah. Double down. Yeah. Mike, you're grinning. What's up? I'm sorry. I just, I, I can't drive 55. I can't drive 55. <laughs> it was playing in my head. I wanted to say it, but I, I kept back. Yeah, so. So I think this topic came up because we were talking as a group, I don't know, a couple months ago. If you guys sitting around and just, I, I think this topic of where are we going mm-hmm. came up. And I think there was a general sense of where we are isn't good where we're going seems uncertain. We need to figure this out and we need to, we need to do something different. We need to change something. And I don't know, the thought that just came to me was, and I've never done this. Mike by far is the most experienced with this. So we're going to let him geek out on it at some point, but getting lost. (laughs) (laughs) You are definitely not alone on that one. Uh, Getting unlost is what I was thinking of, but this notion of, land navigation that, you know, if you're out in the woods and I've learned this with my father-in-law hunting, um, granted he always knows where he is in the woods cause he's been in the same woods for like 872 years, but <laughs> and he's not that old. It's just, he's spent that many cumulative days and hours in the woods yeah. that it's like he's been there forever. But when I don't know where I am and when you don't know where you are in the woods, the worst thing you can do is keep going or try a new direction or go faster, go hard. Like what, what you need to do is stop and try to figure out where you came from. Right. To then figure out if the line you're on is good or if you need to then change direction. But looking backwards to gauge progress is kind of an essential step to make sure that you're not actually doing more damage in your attempts to course correct. Right. And there was this realization as we were having this conversation of if we're really trying to gauge progress, if we're really trying to gauge our growth in the places that we've been trying to grow, maybe we shouldn't just be looking forward. Mm -hmm. Maybe we shouldn't just be looking at the places that we're trying to get to or the outcomes that we're hoping for or the goals that we're trying to accomplish or the versions of ourselves that we know we're capable of being. Maybe we need to look backwards first and take note of all the mile markers that we've actually passed. Right. Yeah. And not in an attempt to rest on our laurels and not in an attempt to just pat ourselves on the back and be like, well, I can coast for a little while Mm -hmm. now. Mm Mm-hmm but in an attempt to gauge real progress rather than suffer from some of that false comparison, not with anyone else, but honestly with my future self Mm -hmm. of I'm not where I think I should be. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not doing enough yet. Right. Well, here's the thing I really like about that is we establish a goal and, and even if it is something super concrete, I'm going to lose X amount of weight. I'm going to be able to, lift, whatever, you know, we set a real concrete goal, that future you is still unknown and and really unknowable. Yeah. And so the really the only benchmark that we have in reality is where we are coming from. Yeah. And so if we want to be able to measure our progress, mm-hmm. we we can't go off of what we think should be out there in front of us. Right we really are forced to look back at where we're coming from and, and how we have changed from where we started. Right. 
it's kind of like I, I remember training during cross country either in high school. We'd we'd always do the um, what are they called the the post to post those the telephone pole drills, mm-hmm. and you just keep going to telephone pole to telephone pole, and it was so easy to just look at. Just go to the next telephone pole. Just go to the next telephone pole. But if I ever started looking up and would see how far down the road the telephone poles were, <laughs> I would immediately <laughs> lose motivation and want to run anymore. But I remember as I was running, a lot of times we would go up these hills or something like that, and I'd, I would just tell myself, like, I'm done. Like, there's no way I'm going to make it up this hill. Mm-hmm. Like, I am, I've pushed myself, and I know I'm done. And just looking back – probably to see if anybody was catching me up the hill or if I was the last guy <laughs> on the hill, but just seeing like the bottom of the hill and right. realizing, whoa, I'm I'm 75% of the way up. I'm 80% yep. of the way up. Like there's not that much left on this hill. Yep. And it almost like that renews that kind of fire or that ability to say, all right, let me reassess this. I'm not done. Right? right. I have more in the tank. I can just push a little bit further along and just kind of push myself a little bit more and maybe maybe another 10 feet i look back again and just say hey (laughs) look i did i just did that extra 10 feet but i'm getting up this hill yeah and and going back to to ragnar i i I kind of did that too we're doing one of the during one of the long straightaways i remember turning left and thinking all right cool i gotta make a right turn up wait i can (laughs) see the sign (laughs) way up there and and my first and really i'm not i kept my head down for most of it and just kept trying to keep my looking at my feet, which is I, I think the worst thing you can do when you're running, yeah. right? You're supposed to look look up at the horizon, but I didn't want to see that turn sign, right? I just wanted to just keep driving down, head down. And I remember just turning back at one point and saying, Hey, I'm I'm almost there. I'm mm-hmm. almost done. I I've done most of this, right? Yep. And yep. and having that, hey, I passed that, I passed this, I pat you know, it's right there. The turn's right there. And I if I can just find that that next gear, I yep. can I can get there yep. and see how much further along the next turn is but still yeah. get get past that point right so maybe it's time for a couple of stories where have you found this playing out recently where the temptation has been to look ahead at where you're not yet and that you've either looked back recently and recognized crap i've i've really covered some ground or maybe now just kind of in this moment realizing i need to look back because i've been looking ahead way too much hmm I think for me, and I'll say for us, for, for my wife and I, one of the places that this comes up a lot is just with the kids. Because I think, you know, we have a picture of the types of, the, the type of, of people that we want to be parenting, that, you know, the type of, you know, 18 year old that is at some point going to leave our house and what we're going to have equipped them with the kind of person that they are going to be and, and that sort of thing. And and so we can, we can see that, that vision, so to speak of who we want them to be, but at five and three and one, we're not there yet. And there's a lot of days that if you just looked at the moment, you feel like there is no way that we're going to get there. Yeah. There's no way that this kid that, just did whatever is going to be that person that we want them to be that, that we want to raise them up to be. Mm. Um, and so we can get stuck in the, this is going horribly and we must have screwed up somewhere. We must've done something wrong. If you don't then give yourself the grace to say, no, 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 no. You still have a decade plus 
you know, and probably if you talk to our parents, like multiple <laughs> decades plus where they're still trying to parent, you know, um, and it doesn't have to like, it doesn't have to be based on the latest calamity in parenting. We're, we're in it for the long haul yeah. and small steps, small victories are going to get us where we want to be instead of just looking at how do we compare this five-year-old to to this 18 year old that we right. want to see right so for me i'm i'm kind of trying to wrestle between two different thoughts right i, I have two different i don't know i'm gonna say examples but they both seem very immature in a way um my first my first is is again you know going to that whole weight loss and where i was at during the ragnar and trying to get you know in better shape and how i keep continuously feeling like i'm i'm feeling in one form or another but then I also look at this, and, and I think we've talked about this on, on prior episodes about being in Loudoun County and comparing ourselves to, you know, the house down the street, right? Or the guys yep. you know, keeping yep. up with the Joneses, right? And it's hard for me to sit down and reassess and sit down and kind of look at how far, you know, I've come. And looking back on, hey, you know, here I was, you know, living in the neighborhood that I was living in, barely graduating, going to the Army, burning crap while I was there, you know, literally burning, burning crap. Um, <laughs> and to where I'm at now, and I'm by no means, do I feel like I'm like where I want to be, but I've, I've come a long way. And yeah. sometimes I forget about, and I don't ever want to try to give myself that, that underdog. Like I started way behind the power curve, but to look back and kind of tell myself, Hey, you know, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes, and I, you know, we talked about it on the mother, mother episode, but sometimes just that you're doing okay does go a long way for that. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and I think for me, and I realize a lot of the stories I've told lately have been about this new house that Brooke and I bought. But God, it's you just, guys got a new house? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I told you actually. Uh, we just we bought a place. Um, no, but it, it's just it's hitting on so many places in me. And just last night, Brooke and I were having the conversation. Actually, it was really more just me venting. But I just I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be yet. Mm-hmm. And each new challenge only reveals either how much I don't know or can't do or whatever the case is. You know, we open up the pool only to realize we open up the pool without doing anything immediately with chemicals. So now we're behind and we got to figure it out and fix it. And we just bought a tractor and I've never used a tractor before. So now I got to figure out how to use a tractor. And we're doing, you know, home renovation and, you know, ripping things down to studs and then rebuilding structure in some cases, um, or at least more firming up structure, but you know, then needing to do all of that stuff. And, and then my truck broke down and, you know, something slipped in the transmission and I don't know anything about vehicles. And I just, I kind of lost my cool a little bit last night and it just felt like everything's up to me and I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I had to, even now in this moment, I think I'm pausing and I'm looking backwards at just how far I've come yeah. in my development of all of those categories. And some of those categories, frankly, I've only been developing for six weeks. You yeah. know, the, the time that we've actually lived in this house and, and had to engage with it. But I've already grown in six weeks. You know, kind of like those initial gains that you'll see in the weight room or, you know, those those first few pounds that come off with a diet or you know, the, the rudimentary skills that you develop as you're, you're learning something new. I'm gaining progress, but it's just so easy to focus on where I'm not. Yeah. And where I 
feel like I should be or where I'm supposed to be or just frankly what would make my life a whole lot easier if I was there yeah. instead of mm-hmm. where I am now. Mm-hmm. And and that's been the real challenge. And and it and it's the same issue that I have with so many of these other categories that we've been talking about lately whether it's you know physical I've not run more or less since Ragnar and I miss running. Yeah. I like running. And now I'm looking at this house that has all this stuff to do and I'm like can can I just go for a run? Mm-hmm. Cuz I want to get back to that, right? I want to get back to being able to bang out a few miles yep. and feel good about it. And you know, I'm thinking about all the books I haven't read that are on my to-do list either for fun or for work or you know, for personal development and I'm not there yet. Yep. And you know, I've been thinking about that that episode we had with Todd about spiritual growth and these places in my relationship with God where I just, I know there's more. I know there's the potential for more. I know there's the reality of more and I'm just not there yet. And it's just so easy to focus on that not yet and then just hammer myself. Mm -hmm. And that's been, you know, going back, Mike, to something you were saying before, like one of the overriding themes in my life is you're just, you're not doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing enough. And if you just tried harder, you still probably wouldn't be doing enough, but you might get closer. And man, has that come up in spades Hmm. in these last six weeks with this house and all these things that I'm discovering. I'm just, I'm not currently able to do, but someday will, but that someday is not now. Right. Right. And how do I be okay with that in the moment? Yeah. Well, and it almost, it gets you into this cycle, right? Of like, Oh, totally. You can try harder. I didn't have the time to try harder before. So how do I, you know, and you almost, you take yourself out of the game at that point. Yes, I could double down, but there's this mentality of, well, I I couldn't, I couldn't try harder before I didn't have, you know, I couldn't sacrifice anything else. I couldn't give any more. And so if trying harder is the answer, then I'm out, I'm done. Right. So I like the way you talk about going into that cycle. I guess the the thing that I keep going back to is when I look at these challenges, I tend to put a lot on my plate. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I don't know what it is. Like, I think that I'm just going to put on like these seven different new habits on a day, like on a Monday. I'm just going to, on a Monday, because that's when everything starts on a Monday, right? (laughs) My new diet, my new workout, my new, my new, uh, you know, spiritual time, like all these things that are going to, are going to happen to me on, on, on Monday, because that's when things start. But I get in these cycles where, if I don't hit every single one of those things, then I'm done. Yeah. Right. And it kind of, it kind of gets me when I think about this ability to look back and kind of, and kind of reassess that, Hey, you know what, even if I just implement one of those and then kind of move forward and then look back and say, okay, I did, I did two weeks, three weeks of that. And I'm going to try something else. I, I just don't know how, I, I guess I know how to do it. I just haven't been, had the opportunity. I don't even say opportunity. I just don't know how to, not go full on right yeah. I, I, it's so hard for me and i don't know if it's just i the way my mind works the way you know i've been taught but it's just hard for me not to just take those baby steps and that's something that i've kind of like reassessed and kind of looking at my and my journey and on, on how i'm especially with this challenge series as we continue to talk about this challenge series i keep looking at every time we have a new discussion oh man i want to implement that yeah right yeah. i want to put a todd practicing right. the presence i want to put that in, in, in my life and and i want to i want to do this but if I if I do take the time to reassess, to look back and see what I've accomplished, 
especially like spiritually, especially physically, mentally. I see growth and I should mm-hmm. give myself a, I don't want to say like a, a pat on the back or a, a big, you know, that a boy, but you know, sometimes I need that. Right. And even if it's giving it to myself to know that, Hey, I lost a pound this week mm-hmm. right, and that's good enough for me. And I'm going to lose another pound next week and another pound the week after it adds up. Yeah. Right. And it's those, it's, and I keep saying baby steps, but that's what it is. Right. Those little, those yeah. little milestones get you to, to the next, to the next point. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, like, you know, from the, the land navigation perspective, we are making progress. Yes. And, you know, if you're looking at there's the goal and I want to get to the top of that mountain mm-hmm. and that's all you're looking at, then the mountain's always taller than you are, yeah. you know, but if you're looking back and you're like, yeah, okay. So we, we have made some progress where we came from versus where we are now. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Yeah. And we're not there yet, but we are making progress. Yeah. You know, as we were recapping the Ragnar Mike, and you were talking about, you know, having to look back periodically, I was reminded of the signs that they post that say one mile left. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, especially when we recap the Ragnar and I talked about getting lost and having to run that extra mile on the one leg. I mean, I was painfully aware of how much more I had done, how much further behind I was kind of from mm-hmm. an energy reserve standpoint. But I remember hitting that last sign one mile left and one just being thankful that I was definitely on the right path now, (laughs) but, (laughs) but sort of the rejuvenation that came from I'm almost there. Yeah. And one mile left meant that there were four now five miles behind. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran faster. Mm. I was more tired and I ran faster Mm -hmm. because now there was hope Yeah. because I knew how far I had come. Yeah. And, you know, I think back to the little bit of time that I spent at all seriously pursuing weightlifting when I was in high school and training for sports and, you know, doing like the, the classic high school, you know, manly test of strength with the bench press. And for as big as I was, you know, height wise, like I, I was a skinny tall kid. And so just getting to the point where I could bench the bar and a 45 on each end was an accomplishment. And if my goal would have only ever been, you know, I want to bench 200, 250, 300, you know, whatever it would have been. If anything less than that was, I suck and I'm not doing enough, I would have missed all the gains mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. I'm up to 150, I'm up to 175, I'm up to 190. Like, if all of that is never good enough, right? That's a hard way to live. And, and maybe there is motivation in that, but that's a hard way to live. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, when I was thinking about the Ragnar, you know, I'm sure somebody could look at that last mile sign and be like, I'm not even close yet. I've been dogging it. I need to step it up. But for me, I saw that last mile sign. and I was like, man, there's hope. (laughs) (laughs) There is hope, but I have covered so much ground. I have done so much more than I thought I could do given the condition I knew I was in and the experience that I knew I'd had leading up to the race. I can do this too. Yeah. I can get there and not in any sort of, you know, false comparison way of I should have done more or I should have gone faster or if I'd have trained more, but present me, present version of me is looking at that last mile sign going, I've done more than I thought I could do. And I'm now going to do even more. And for me, I guess that that's just, 
that's what I need to remind myself of in the midst of challenge in whatever form of I have come a long ways from where I was and who I was and what I was. And there's a lot left to go. Yeah. There's a lot left to go in who I want to be and what I want to do and where I want to go. But the distance I've traveled lets me know that I can finish mm-hmm. what's still ahead of me. That it's not that I haven't done enough. It's that I've already done so much that what's ahead is very much doable. Yeah. And then we're farther along than we think that we are at all points along this journey. Right. You know, if we're only thinking about where I should be, you don't realize actually where I am is, is way better off than where I was. Right. One of the things that kind of made me, or I started thinking about, as you mentioned, the, the last mile markers, how many last mile markers have I forgotten? Hmm. Right. How many times have I passed that last mile marker and accomplished something and I never go back to remember that that last mile marker. Yeah. Right. And and what kind of and you know, the Ragnar's a great, you know, example of having those opportunities to go back and, and remember these times. And I'm just trying to think of a way to I don't know, you know, I've I've heard of, you know, those those vision boards, but you know, and I've heard of other people talk about um what do they call those? The um like a remembrance board or like a, a but but there's got to be some way for me to to not to forget those last mile markers because those, those are important right because those are almost like your own way of 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 in the long haul in the bigger race looking back right. at all those other last mile markers and having those as as remembrance right yeah and so i think as we're wrapping up this particular topic you know in, in the general category of challenge but you know, this notion of land navigation dead reckoning this idea of you know, fixing our eyes on what's just in front. What What's the next thing? You know, Mike, like you were saying, not, you know, 38 telephone poles down the road, <laughs> but what's the next one? And then allowing ourselves to look back and take heart in, you know, not to slow our pace, but actually to accelerate it. Mm-hmm. Take heart in all the telephone poles that that we've passed. And then remembering the ones that we didn't actually think we'd get to in the first place. Yeah. There's not only a kindness in that, but there is a motivation in that. That doesn't necessarily come from that hard charging, drive, 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 you know, mentality, but one that through wisdom and experience has proven I am capable of more than I thought. I can go further than I thought. There is more to me. There is more in me than I would have ever given myself credit for. And so I must be able to still go further than this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to fix my eyes on the next thing. I'm not going to just look at the top of the mountain and consider anything less than that woefully inadequate. Yeah. But I'm going to look at the next thing on the way to the top of the mountain and let each new victory Help me take heart. I hope you guys enjoyed that little trip down memory lane, Uh, especially for those of you that have heard it before. If this was your first time hearing it, then I hope there was something there for you. And again, as we mentioned in the beginning, this is a great time of year to be looking ahead. There, There is so much in store for us in all the days to come. And there is such a kindness as we pause and look back 
and we see all the miles that have already been covered. It's just, it's so encouraging to pause and sort of bask in the truth of you are not the same person you were a year ago. Now, I mean, quickly coming on the heels of that, I know for me is, yeah, but I'm not the person I want to be. I'm not the person I wanted to be a year ago as I set out to do whatever it is I was trying to accomplish. I know, I know. And yet, I am not the same person I was a year ago. I am different. I have grown. I have changed. I have made progress towards the goals that I'm trying to achieve. And maybe I didn't achieve them all in 2019. In fact, I definitely did not achieve all of them. Or again, the temptation is to say many of them. God, it's so hard to not just immediately leap to being self-critical. So again, I, I hope that there was something here for you. I know that there was something here for me as I listened to this again. And so as I'm looking ahead to this year, yes, I'm setting goals again for the coming year. I'm setting goals for my health and fitness. I'm setting goals for my spiritual life and my relationship with God. I'm setting goals for this house that we find ourselves in that is still very much in process after almost a year. And yes, we're asking God, my wife and I are asking God for direction, for guidance, to not just blaze the trail ourselves, but to do this with him and to do this with those that we get to share this life with. And so part of what I'm wanting to do today and part of what I'm hoping you'll join with me in doing is as you're thinking about these goals for 2020, just pause first. Take some time with your loved ones, with your close friends, with God, and get some perspective on the last year. What do you see as you look back? Do you see the growth? Do you see the movement? Do you see the successes that, as Mike was talking about, you can, you can lose track of if we're only focused looking forward? Do you see the gains that were made? And then take that, and not, not in a way that encourages passivity or, eh, close enough, call it good, but in a way that offers you know, a firm foundation of evidence of, I have achieved something and so I can achieve more. Let that fuel your forward movement. Let it, let it continue to drive you, but now in the healthiest way possible of, I see what has been done. I see what's possible now because of what has been achieved before. 2020 is going to be a good year. I seriously doubt that I will have accomplished all of the goals that I set for it. But as I look backwards and prepare to move forwards, I see what has been done and it's been good. And it encourages me. I hope it encourages you too. Thanks for being a part of this journey with us at Strong Towers. We'll see you next time. 